Welcome to the Top Secret Wedding Podcast. And today's top secret tip is actually a challenge. We'd like you to delegate something to somebody else, whether it's a staff member or a family member, delegate something to somebody else and then tell us about it. Yeah, we want to know. So yeah. if you guys want to learn how to improve your work-life balance, listen to this episode. Let's go. This is the Top Secret Wedding Podcast, where we share top secret tips to help you take your wedding game to the next level. I'm Annika, and I'm a wedding coordinator, enthusiast, and venue manager for one of the best venues in Idaho. I'm Chris, and I'm a DJ, master of ceremonies, and all-around lover of weddings. We're on a mission to improve weddings and wedding professionals everywhere. Okay, so today I am actually really excited to talk about this episode. Um, When I was making the notes for it, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is going to be so good. Everyone needs to hear this. And it's something I'm actually really passionate about. Um, But today we're talking about work-life balance. Super important. Super important. And I'll be the first to say I did not always have work-life balance. And I it is still something I struggle with daily. Yeah. It's it's real. The struggle is real, but it's real important. So I agree. Yeah. So first of all, I want to kind of start start by talking why why is it important to have a work-life balance, you know? Um, and my first little bullet point is are you living to live or are you living to work? Yeah. You know, and so it's so easy, like when I look at myself, it's it's so easy to get caught up in like, oh, well, I have this long list of to do and I just got to work. I got to work. And, you know, and I feel like a lot of it nowadays is glamorized as well as like, you got to hustle, you got to work, you got to, you know, be a boss, babe, hustle, make it happen. But in reality, like, is that, is that what's most important in life? Yeah. I, uh, What's hard for me is that I legitimately love what I do. Exactly. Like this yeah. is what I prefer to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sometimes almost embarrassing when people are like, so what do you like to do? I'm like, what, what do I do? I, I like to work, but my work is awesome. Yeah. They're like, what about other things? I'm like, work? Um, mm-hmm. And it's, but for me, it's not, maybe it's an addiction, but it's because I genuinely enjoy it. So yeah. Um, the problem with that is uh, that if you're not balanced in your family and social life, yes. you're going to run out of gas. Exactly. Yeah. No, agreed. So um, another thing is that life just happens so fast. You know, it's, you know, we're gearing up for our wedding season and it's so easy to look at it week by week and go like, oh, well, I have a wedding. I have a wedding. Blah, blah, blah. Like. The best example I can come up with is I love hiking and I always want to go hike in the Tetons. But it's so easy to push it off and just go, oh, well, I have a wedding this week. I'll, I'll do it later. Yeah. Well, I have a wedding. Next thing you know, it is November and you're like, oh. Can't go now. Can't go now. Yeah. I missed it, you know. And I mean, even now I've lived in the area for about five years. I guess it's been longer with school, but lived here lived here for about five years and there are still hikes that i haven't done and it just life goes so fast and so you have to balance work and i don't want to say real life but personal life you know yep um let's talk a little bit about relationships why why is it important to have a balance with relationships yeah that is really important i heard an analogy that 
um, your life is balance or uh, juggling a bunch of different balls, right? You've got a yeah. bunch of balls you're juggling. Uh-huh. Um, you've got a um, work relation work uh, ball. You've got a personal a wife ball. You've uh-huh. got a maybe a church ball. You've got a public service, like whatever you're doing in your life. There are all these different balls that you're trying to 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 juggle. Juggle. Um, but the problem is. All of them are replaceable except the personal life ones. Mm. Your family, your wife, your your husband, your yeah. friends. Uh, you you drop your wife ball too many times and that's broken. You're not yeah. gonna get that back. You gotta get a new wife ball. Yeah. And that that's not something that I person I like my wife, so that's yeah. not something <laughs> I wanna do. Um, but a work, you can get in you do another wedding, you do exactly. get another job, work at another place. Um so you just have to remember where the priorities are because you could mm-hmm. find yourself in a bad position. Yeah, well, and it's so easy. And I mean, I, I feel like I've worked on this a lot, but it's so easy to take those relationship balls for granted Yeah. and be like, oh, well, he's he's my husband. He'll understand. Oh, I have another wedding. He'll understand. But like you said, if you drop it too many times, it will break. And they'll only understand so many times. Exactly. So it is it is so important to My wife is really good at this for me. She is very good at reminding me, um, sometimes more forcefully than others because I need it. (laughs) Um, she's very good at reminding me, like, we need to have a life. It can't just be work all the time. I know Mm -hmm. that you like it, but um the thing is when I'm able to go do those and we'll talk about this but when you're yeah. able to go do those other things you come back stronger and you come yes. back with new perspectives um so yeah yes having those relationships i think um that's really what helps you grow because they're close mm-hmm. enough to tell you you're being <laughs> stupid you need yeah. to that's i mean a relationship for me is it does what a mirror does for your looks mm-hmm. but for your personality right agreed so. agreed and then the last little bullet on why it's important is burnout is real. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, if you just, you know, I always joke that I'm a workaholic, yeah. but burnout is real. You know, if you just keep going and keep pushing, you will burn out. It's even not even if you love it. Even if you love it, it's yeah. not a question if you'll burn out. It's when you will burn out. Yeah. So you have to rest to make sure you don't burn out. Yep, so, I agree. Okay. So next, I want to jump into mistakes we've made with work-life balance. So, you know, a big one for me is always putting work first. Yeah. That, again, I have learned and I have grown a lot. Anyone can talk to my husband and he'll be like, oh, she's so much better than she used to be. (laughs) But I'm still not perfect. And there are times that, you know, I will look at one mistake I can think of with putting work first is you know, there being a wedding. And again, I'm in a position where I have staff who work the weddings for the most part. Um, But I, and we've talked about this on previous episodes in trusting your staff, but there will be times that I'm like, oh, well, there's a wedding and I have to stop by. And, you know, and it's, there There are just so many other things and you have to prioritize. Yeah. Yeah, so. totally. I agree. Um, And I think part of the thing that makes this so difficult, especially in our line of work, is that these days are not like this isn't a normal job where if you don't show up then your coworker at Taco Bell will be able to show up and cover for you. Yeah. Um this is the one of the most important days of their life. So um it's easy to put 
work first because you can justify it. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I'd say it's even more important to justify doing things right so you have time to come 100% mm-hmm. when, when you're there. Um, so yeah, if, if you always put work first, then you're putting yourself second and then you won't mm-hmm. be able to put work first. Agreed. Another big mistake I've made is always being reachable. You chuckled. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it's so hard to balance and to find the the balance of it. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, well, like, I, I want my staff to be able to contact me at any point in time if they have anything. But also, like, there is an outside life to work and you have to turn work off, you yeah. know, especially to clients. Like, I used to be so reachable by clients and now it's like no i have hours and if it is after six o'clock i am not reachable by client you know unless it is like you know your wedding day like on your wedding day i'm yours i'm yours yep but until then i have hours and there are times you cannot reach me and a really big thing that i had to learn with that is not i i am such an advocate for not giving out your personal number i am such an advocate of having a work number yeah and not giving out your personal number to clients you know i used to not have a work number and so it was like okay it's either the company number which you can't text from or my number and dude it's just they it's so bad for them to be able to just text you. And the thing is, is even if you're like, oh, that's work, I'm going to put it away. Like how my mind works is if there is a notification in my. Oh, I got I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't. And it's like, hey, it could be 1130 at night and I could be texting friends. But if a client texts me, then it's like, well, I'm up. Yeah. I got to answer. And you just you have to set those boundaries. Yeah, I think the other thing that sometimes we overlook is the value of not answering mm-hmm. at a certain time. If Because if you are available anytime, your time you basically hand over to your clients, yeah. that removes some of the value of your time. Exactly. So if you're if you say my my hours are from this to this, then clients know, okay, her time is valuable because she values mm-hmm. her time. Um obviously there are exceptions to that when there's an emergency sure. or something. But um if you are just like, my time is yours no matter what, then they are going to use that. Exactly. Well, you're going to just, it's the whole phrase of you're going to give them an inch and they're going to take a mile, yep. you know? Um, a great way to make sure that doesn't happen is, you know, if they have like one quick question, it's really easy to just be like, oh yeah, there you go. Right. But if they just, if they start, then refer and say, hey, I'd love to set up a quick call. Here's my schedule. Again, you know, Calendly. Calendly yeah. Like, here's my schedule. I'd love to talk about this over the phone. Find a time that works, you yeah. know. That's an easy way to give them the satisfaction of I do care what you're saying. I want to talk, but my time is valuable and let's find a time to meet. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. Um, another mistake is not taking days off. Yeah. There are times that I can feel myself starting to burn out. And again, I've gotten a lot better, but I will sit there and say, okay, I have to take a day off. Like, you know, but the mistake is- Are you saying a Saturday? 
Not as much as Saturday. I mean, yes, it's important to take, I think it is important to take weekends off. Yeah. I do. But I mean, a lot of times, even for me, it's during the week of going, hey, I am feeling run down. I am feeling overwhelmed. I have all of this personal stuff building up, like laundry and dishes. And I, I am someone who I cannot function if my house is not in order. Yeah. And so being able to look at that and go, hey, it's okay. I'm going to take a day for myself and recoup so I can be 100%. Yep. Yeah, I've got some some ways that I've incorporated that we'll talk about when we get into the how to yeah how to actually do this yeah so let's let's jump into how to achieve it yeah so <laughs> this first bullet point i am so passionate about and i, I still suck at it yeah me too <laughs> but our first point is to delegate delegate delegation is so good i still am the worst at it but like you have to be humble enough to know when to ask for help and when to delegate things yeah You know, a lot of times there are people who are there wanting to help and willing and they're like, hey, let me know how I can help you. Yeah. But it's so easy for us to get prideful and be like, no, I've got it. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I I sometimes worry about asking too much. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to remind myself when I go back to the beginning. Yeah. When I was first starting looking for these opportunities, what was my my mindset like? Because. I was looking for opportunities, wanting to help, but also not wanting to step on the boss's toes, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And so um, I think sometimes your staff is more willing to help than you realize, mm-hmm. but they don't want to step on your toes and say, yeah. let me, let me, let me, let me. Obviously, if they say no, 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 then you know. But right. um, I, I think we need to at least give them those opportunities because they're probably looking for them. Yeah, agreed. Well, even just... Just yesterday, I felt like I had a light bulb moment where I had a staff member who's like, you know, she's she's new. She just started and she's like, hey, I'm eager to learn. I'm eager to help. How can I help? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And then I, I went home and I was so overwhelmed. And then it was just like light bulb moment. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. This is a win-win. Yeah. Like, and, you know, and I was able to delegate some stuff over to her. And it's a win-win, you know, by delegating not only are you helping yourself, but you're helping someone who's wanting to help and wanting to work and do stuff. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that, too, I think it's important to not be afraid to ask for help from family, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, one example I have is I very frequently will ask my husband and I say, hey, you know, again, we have been married for almost five years. He knows I'm a workaholic. It's kind of an inside joke, whatever. But I will say, hey, I need help. Like, yeah. I am fixating too much on this stuff and I, I just need help, you know. And so I just, I would I would definitely utilize your relationships and have them, like, those are people who love you and want to help you. Yeah. So ask for the help, you know. Sometimes it's as silly as like, hey, I can't turn my mind off. My phone is going crazy. I just need you to hide it so I don't know where it is. <laughs> Have you done that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because I just, well, and it's it's so hard too, especially with like my Apple watch. It's just always, always there. And so I'll be like, hey, I need you to hide my watch. I need you to hide my phone. I am, I can't, you know? Yeah. And I mean, even times when my husband has helped me and he's been like, hey, 
you are too focused on everything right now, give me your phone. I'm taking it. Give me your watch. You are going to sit there and watch an episode of whatever show you're watching on yeah. Netflix because you need to de-stress. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and for me, there's there's the cool thing about that is that when you get, when they allow you to have that stuff back, yeah. uh, then for me, there's this light dopamine hit of, oh, somebody needs me. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like coming home exactly. to answering machine that we know mm-hmm. we don't have answering machines anymore. But yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so I just, you know, again, delegation is so important and it's so easy to excuse. There's like a million reasons why not to delegate, but there's a million reasons to delegate. Yep. So, um, and then one other thing is being sure to trust your staff when you delegate. You know, if you delegate something to them and you don't trust them, then you're really not delegating. <laughs> so it's kind of a... A balance of okay if you're going to delegate this to them then you have to trust them yeah and we're going to talk about in another episode taking accountability for trusting in mm-hmm. your staff but um it's important that you have prepared them and you take accountability yes. to prepare them because if your staff if they don't do the job correctly mm-hmm. a big portion of it is because you have not prepared them to do it correctly so yeah um making sure that you've set up your building blocks in a way that they're able to build on top of that because yeah. if, if not you know it's partially their fault but mostly your fault because you didn't set them up for success mm-hmm. yeah okay so another way to achieve work-life balance is to schedule time for yourself and make it non-negotiable yeah that is it's non-negotiable you know one example i have is working out i love to go to the gym it is a non-negotiable for me. I will go to the gym. And for the most part, when I'm at the gym, I am not working. Yeah. I've gotten kind of bad at it because it's really easy when you're walking on the treadmill to be like, oh, look at emails and whatever. Um, but still, it's just so important to schedule something that helps you and make it non-negotiable. You have to schedule it in. You know, again, I am a believer that there is power in scheduling. If you say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym today, you don't schedule it. It's probably not going to happen. But again, make it non-negotiable and keep work outside of it. So, I mean, whether that's like working out or taking a bath or going grocery shopping or I I don't know. There's a million things people like to do. Yeah. It's really important, though, that that you take care of your health because Mm -hmm. um, I'd say probably most people in the wedding industry are it's probably skewed a little bit younger, right? Yeah. Um, And so we think we can go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. But um, I heard a quote recently, when you have good health, you have a million problems. When you have bad health, you have one problem. Yeah. And so it's important that we do that early, it, that we're taking, mm-hmm. we're setting up habits that will keep us healthy. Otherwise, you get to a wedding day and yeah. you can't hack it because you don't have good health. So Yeah, no, it's so true. Um, another non-negotiable is vacations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nicole, my wife and I, we've uh, we've made this a habit now that we take vacations. Yeah. And it's not a vacation until you have purchased tickets. Yeah. Not just on your calendar, but you've got to have tickets. There's yes. got to be a point of no return. Um, so schedule it out, purchase the tickets. And I think uh, it might be Lizzie from Love and yeah. Story. Yeah. She does this in the middle of the wedding season. Yeah, she does. I love it. I, I love it. Too. Um 
because it shows what your priorities are to to everybody, but maybe most importantly to yourself. Yeah, no, agreed. It's kind of funny because with vacations, you know, again, I am a workaholic and I have found a love for cruising because I can just not buy the internet package and oh. turn my phone off <laughs> and it, it forces me. Yeah. It forces me to not work or check in on things because, again, you have your phone I'm on you. I'd be so anxious just thinking about it. But <laughs> I, it again, you got to trust yourself. You got to do it, yeah. But, I mean, like, last September for our anniversary, we went on a cruise and I was, you know, Nolan, my husband, was like, we could buy internet package. And I was like, no, nope. I'm not doing it because then I know I will check. You know, I will be like, oh, okay, my emails are off. Well, I'm just, I'm just gonna check. No, if there's no internet, same with like camping. I love camping, and again, it forces you to disconnect. Yeah. You're like, okay, I will not be in touch. I can't. I don't have service. You know, and I think, again, you have to make sure you set your team up for success. But again, what is showing more trust than saying, hey? I will not be reachable. Yeah. I salute you. I will be back. Good luck. Yeah. Burn the ships. Can't go back. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I just, I do think that is important. Again, right in the middle of wedding season kind of scares me, but, you know. But, I mean, also, I mean, I have a cruise on my calendar for this wedding season, and I will be gone. Yeah. For, like, 14 days. I, but I think, so, again, that forces you to make sure that your your team is set up. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. I think I think also uh, making time for your significant other. I think it's important yeah. to go on dates. Um, and in the wedding industry, we have to adjust that a little bit. Yeah, Because you're do. probably not going on dates on Fridays or Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, so for Nicole and I, we have set up. Thursdays. Thursdays when my day died is. And so, you know, she gets off of work and we go on a date and that's, you know, a lot of times it's the movies or we'll go see a show or something. But um, we we set that time apart every Thursday um, and every once in a while, you know, we have to adjust that. But for sure, um, it's a good time to check in and make sure that you're you're in sync with real life and not just the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, kind of like we mentioned at the beginning is, you know, you have to nurture those relationships. And so it is just so important to disconnect from work and primarily focus on those relationships. Yeah. The irony of it is, right, if we're not doing that, we're celebrating other people's relationships. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not taking care of our own. So um, don't be a hypocrite. Go on dates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, and then just the last way to achieve this is honestly to make goals. You yeah. know, I didn't, I didn't change my whole workaholicness overnight. I had to make goals and say, okay, well, I'm going to strive to do this. And, you know, again, a goal is good, but it doesn't mean you're always going to hit it, but you have to make goals to achieve and change. Yeah. I've been reading Atomic Habits. Have you ever read that? I have heard of it. I have good. not read it. So one of the things that it talks about that you basically just said is instead of making goals, you should make habits. Yes. Because the problem with the goal is once you reach the goal, then you're like, mm -hmm. what now? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you if you make a habit, you can make a goal to make a habit, right? But if you make a habit, 
then it's something that you've incorporated into your life and you have a healthier mm-hmm. way of doing it instead of I'm not going to eat uh, sugar for, you know, I'm not going to eat sugar for the next month. Mm-hmm. Then what do you do after that month? You right. binge it, you right? Binge it. Yeah, so exactly. If you figure out a more um, a more manageable task that you can handle on a regular basis, you make it a habit. Mm-hmm. And you become a stronger person instead of you're just constantly reaching for the next yeah. goal. Yeah, agreed. Um, as far as goals and everything, I kind of want to extend a challenge to all of our listeners. I'll do it. To find one thing to delegate to someone this week. Oh, I love that. Find one thing to delegate to someone. Yeah. And do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and make it make it something good. Make it something good. Yeah. yeah. Make it something good. But there again, there's power in delegation. It's yeah. a scary leap, but find one thing to delegate to someone this week. Let us know yeah, what know. you delegate. I'm, I'm curious to hear what people do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. good. I like that. Um, but in conclusion, you know, to just kind of wrap this episode up, it, it is so easy when you start making that separation to feel like you're a slacker. Again, you know... I always hear like, oh, be a boss, babe, hustle, hustle, hustle. And so for you to put in boundaries, it's easy to feel like, oh, I'm slacking. I'm not a hard worker. But that's not true. You know, you're being productive. Know that that's just your inner voice saying you're not hustling enough. Like, it's not true. Yeah. So. And I think you got to work. You got to work hard at figuring out what's going to help you relax. Exactly. Uh, for some people, for you, it's cruises. For other yes. people, it's binging the office. You know? Yeah, if yeah, other exactly. other people, it's reading a book. Mm-hmm. Um, figure out what's going to help you reset and relax so that you can come back stronger. Um, because for you, going on a cruise might be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, for Annika, it's not. It's the yeah, best thing. it's so the best thing. <laughs> figure out what's going to help you and try different things. You'll find something, I'm sure, that's going to surprise you that you like. So maybe yeah. you're... Really good at knitting. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So, um, yeah, you're you're probably already doing this by accident, but make it formal. Make it formal. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Make it a choice. So. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Top Secret Wedding Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review us, and we'll see you next time.